Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome to Jordan, Jesse, go, one and all. <laughs> all of you. 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 You in the hat. You. You in the sneaks. You. Yeah, get over here. Nice you, kicks, buddy. You big lug. Good, good, a good day and a good warm welcome to each and every one. Uh, that's what Jordan Jesse goes all about. This is a this is a big tent. It doesn't matter whether you're rich, poor, black, white, what language you speak, mm. what religion you practice. We will, over the course of seventy five minutes or so, alienate you. <laughs> you know, we welcome you in. And we drive you away. I will say that I I like that you said good day to everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that I've needed a space now to say that I don't like the idea of people listening to this at night. Oh, really? It seems unseemly. (laughs) I assumed you were going to accuse me of being time of dayist. Oh no no! I against those I mean, who are listening. I I'll I'll accuse myself of the same thing, but okay, I think it's so a founded. Think I think this it's is a, a nighttime. I think it's listen. a founded prejudice. So you don't want people to listen to this show at night? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's when bars are open. That's uh-huh. when that's when cable TV comedians are swearing about the president. I don't like. I don't want to be associated with that. Oh, you just don't want to be associated. No, with it. I don't it's want not this. That you to don't be, think we can hang? I don't want this to be considered a nighttime entertainment. I like daytime entertainment. Right. I like The View. Right. I like The Chew. Bonnie Hunt Show. The R.I.P. Bonnie Hunt Show. And yep. that's it. Okay. I like re. I like Bonnie Hunt clips on YouTube. Uh huh. R.I.P. Right. By the way, Netflix save that. Save the Bonnie Save Hunt the Show. Bonnie Hunt Show. Bonnie Netflix. Hunt Show so fun. Everyone likes Bonnie Hunt. But, She's funny. So I want to be. I want people to think of us as kind of an audio version of the Chew, and not. So just what are we talking about? Recipes, food news. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, that's um, what that, that's what happens on that show. I think. I think the Chew just got canceled. Oh no! Could chew? we be an audio version of the Doctors? Sure. Which yeah. Doctor am I? The sexy one. Yeah. And I'm the old guy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, the silver fox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we both believe in antioxidants, though. Oh, yeah. Blueberries. That That's like us. the only thing I know about health. Sure. Blueberries. Toxins. Blue- Acai. Give me more toxins. No, we want less toxins. Jordan. Oh, I don't watch that I show. Hate to correct I don't you. watch that show very closely. Okay. So I, I don't. I just kind of have it on in the background. I contradict or correct you on, while we're being recorded, Jordan. Mm. But. The whole thing is less toxins. Mm. So that's why we more don't rock, want... More roxins. <laughs> less toxins. I guess... Okay. Okay. Daytime only. If you, if okay. you got this on at night, switch it off. Wait for, wait for God's hour. Or just turn on one of those SAD lamps, mm. you know, that gives you full spectrum. Or a grow lamp for your, from your marijuana cultivation. Or a Himalayan salt crystal. <laughs> Uh, and just bathe in those full spectrum rays. That will give you a day like experience, no okay. matter what time it is. Some people might work an overnight shift. They're 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 mm-hmm. you know they're watching their Bonnie Hunt clips mm-hmm. three four o'clock in the morning. But right. that's Bonnie Hunt time for them. Gotcha. So they're not out at they're they're not out smoking reefers at a jazz club. Right. There's like, w- yeah. There's wiggle room with this. Okay. Our guest on the program this week. She is a beloved stand up comedian and comedy writer. She's a beloved regular guest on this show and perhaps most importantly in the current cultural context one of the stars of the brand new smash hit podcast 
that premieres the day after this show goes live. Bubble. Her name? Eliza Skinner. That's me! Good entrance. Thank you. What I are popped you in, through, a, through a window. What are you, in show business? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I'm in show business and I travel with my own laughing wall. Have either of you ever done that thing where you run through a banner? Have you no. Or a, or a no. tape yeah, and no, a race? I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't involved in the banner activities in high school. Did you have banners at your high school? There were. Oh, yeah, definitely. There were members of my high school who would run through a banner. That was certainly not me. Oh, we didn't. Well, in my high school, people had sex. Mm. So. <laughs> right. We, uh, right. We did cool stuff. Yeah. So we didn't have banners. Well, <laughs> uh, I guess that was just because of the high school that you went to, Jordan, because at my high school, us drama students definitely ran through a banner on our way on stage to to the Three Penny Opera. <laughs> Guys, I didn't run through a banner or have sex. <laughs> I did neither. That's called the V effect, Jordan. Oh, sure. It's a little, little specialty of yeah. Mr. Bertolt Brecht. Right. Mm. Um, maybe I should start. Maybe I should start setting that up in the boudoir before mm-hmm. an encounter. Before an encounter. No, come on, you're a grown up. All you need cra- is a balloon drop. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yay! Do it. Move your legs. Move your legs. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay. What, what? What? Sure. <laughs> we have to. We have to finish the act before all the balloons fall. Oh, okay. All right. Well, man. So you got to finish it together. That's very romantic. This is Thank such a romantic you. balloon Thank drop. You. Yeah. You so make no, eye contact. Real eye contact. I had assumed there were going to be air horns too, but now I'm thinking maybe no. No, no air horns. Oh no, old lang syne. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. Uh, are these all gold and white balloons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I have nice. a conductor there. Do you have a toast at the end of every orgasm, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. A champagne toast. Oh, I just have a thank you speech. It's oh, mostly about my reps. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody made this possible. Yeah, oh, I got to thank ICM. Um, uh, Mom. Uh, uh, Cody, Becky, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, anyway. exactly. Eliza, when you were in, first of all, where did you grow up, Eliza? Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. That's a, it's a beautiful town. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, a weirdly large number of uh, Civil War things. I wouldn't say weirdly. I would say pretty appropriate for it. Oh, yeah. It was the former capital of the Confederacy. <laughs> I think just <laughs> to, the, only to my time, chagrin. the only time I have ever been in Richmond was for my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a real – I was just walking around, you know. This is a, such a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Like what a cool, amazing city. But as a San Franciscan who's used to never seeing any Civil War thing. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, there is a Confederate thing Everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, we have this street called um, Monument Avenue with these huge statues. It's also where, like, all the fancy kind of mansion-y houses are uh, that aren't the ones that aren't in the suburb, the ones in the city are all on the street. And these huge statues with Confederate war generals on the top of them and then some other different types of huge statues with, like, different people involved in the Confederate army. And, yeah, it's a big bummer. And there are people who are working to take them down. But, of course, they're getting a lot of resistance. You know what? I've been working to take them down. Just yourself? I would like to re-erect them Mm. before NFL games. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why? USA number one. Mm. Wow. This is such a weird stance from you. I really didn't expect it. USA. What I'm doing is Uh, I'm going to places that still have hard copy media. The uh first couple of... um, you know, the last couple of video store holdouts, uh, Best Buy, mm-hmm. and I am just – I am taking – Do you I mean hard copy of the, the hard TV copy. show? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I am taking every episode of hard copy, uh-huh. destroying it. Oh, but, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
But Where are you going to get your cutting-edge tabloid TV news? <laughs> right, in my globes that fly I mean, at the screen? Yeah. Eliza, inside edition. Oh, that's fair. Uh, okay, sure, yeah, as yeah. long as you don't destroy the inside edition. No, 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 everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, well, yeah, what I'm doing is I'm destroying every episode or uh, every DVD of the Dukes of Hazard movie. Oh, okay. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't well, That think... is originally where the Confederate flag came from. Right, exactly. Yeah. To the best of my knowledge. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah. if you want to best At the buy, end of the day, out. if you want to take a look at the racial strife in America, mm-hmm. try and figure out what is the, or what is the source of this. Mm-hmm. The answer is going to be J. Chandrasekhar, mm-hmm. director of the Dukes of Hazard movie and guy from Broken Lizard. Mm-hmm. Wow. God, I learn so much every time I do this podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. You probably thought America was number three or four coming mm. in. Well, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't sure. Uh, you, I, I try to check the charts every day. Mm-hmm. But and you're a Guam fan. I know this about you. I fucking love Guam. Loves Guam. Yeah, and I think yeah. we all I just, know like, how you feel. Put it out for parties. We all know <laughs> how you feel. Are you thinking of a hummus trio? <laughs> Yeah, like Guam, like when when you yeah, have it's the like chickpeas like, that you put like them in, a, and you've got one that's like kind of there's tahini thing and one so like put, spicy. It's it's chickpeas, tahini, tahini, olive oil, yeah, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of salt then, and pepper, yeah, and then it I depends know. which you can also add things as you said. You yeah, could yeah, add yeah. a little bit of olives or a little bit of an olive tapenade, mm-hmm, yeah, or or like a you could have like mm-hmm. a like a spice mm-hmm. to and it. Actually, like a hot sauce so I think what here's the thing: you can also lemon. make it from you need a little squeeze of lemon in there for your Guam. You can make it from a white bean. Can I have any white bean? You can make a kidney Listen, one. Listen, I don't well, want... I mean, I don't, guys, have you had kidney I know bean I'm, Guam? That's, that, that's more of an El Salvador. I yeah. know I'm going to come off as a technically as Frankenstein's monster kind of guy. Right. And I don't want to do that. But also, you know, I just want to make sure... I'm very afraid of fire. I'm very afraid of fire. <laughs> um, and I was just trying to play with that little girl, okay? <laughs> right. uh, I don't know how she ended up in the lake. Uh, I, I believe uh, it, Frankenstein is the scientist... Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. The the guy you're talking about is Adam, Frankenstein's monster, was his chicken dinners, right? He's just very bad at making chicken. <laughs> right. Um, uh, no, I do. So they would I all do. tease him in the neighborhood, and then he'd be like, ah, oh, I just I want to have something besides just Guam at my parties. No. Yeah, again, I think you guys mm-hmm. think things are Guam that are not. Okay. So, so let's want... cover quick hmm. what Guam is. What Guam is. Uh-huh. So let's say I have a pita bread. Mm. Or yeah. a pita chip. This is not going to be it, mm-hmm. by the way. This is not. I already know this is not it. And I'm at a gathering, or I'm backstage in the green room, and I want a protein-rich snack. No, it's still hummus. It's still a hummus trio. Logie, before Jesse, I go on stage. It's a hummus trio. Guam is a country. I don't now, know how Logie you think, are, Jordan. I think you are actually getting confused with something else. A hum, a hummus trio is usually uh, like a like a an upright base. Um, <laughs> like like a horn. I think you're right. thinking One of the horn. Um, see a saxophone. So I think you're thinking of the keys. Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> no, no, because that's a bunch of uh, like a Brian yeah, Setzer that's Orchestra. Like, that's like a whole like you got carrots, you got um, you got uh, peas, snap peas. You got like little chopped uh, up bits of broccoli, celery sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole spread. That's a Brian Setzer Orchestra. That's a whole orchestra. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Guys, just go. You know what? Who am I to say what Guam is? What the Brian Setzer Orchestra? Language only has meaning because we, you know, we give it meaning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Language money is only ha- Money yes. only has value is because because we say it does. Blockchain. Exactly. Blue to me might not be blue to you. Exactly. 
So, you know what? Everything's Guam. Everything's a hummus trio. Thank you. I would like $100. <laughs> I'll Venmo you. Perfect. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, you know, Jordan. Yes. Stitch Fix mm-hmm. is one of our sponsors on Jordan Jesse Go this That's week. That's true. When a problem comes along, you must stitch it? Uh, absolutely. Okay. I, okay, here's what happened the other day. What happened? I, I was walking down the street. I was itching my arms. Mm-hmm. And I was shaking uncontrollably. Sure. I felt a little bit ill. <laughs> Maybe you should go to the doctor. <laughs> I realized... I needed to get my fix. Yeah. Stitch fix, baby. When a problem comes along, you must stitch it. Uh, just because a sense of style can be elusive for some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. Discover the style you never knew you had with a little help from Stitch Fix. Here's what you do, Jesse. What do you I've do, done, Jordan? I've done this myself. This is something that you yourself did. And it's did. a gosh darn blast. Okay. You go on to the Stitch Fix website. What's that? Stitchfix.com? Slash JJGo. Yes, okay. you go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You fill out some questions about your sizes, your favorite styles, what your budget is, and your personal stylist will hand select five clothing items just for you. You send back anything you don't want. Shipping is free both ways. You only pay for what you keep. Uh, get your fix whenever you want, or you can receive scheduled shipments. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they really send you some cool stuff. Uh, I recommend it. When you were talking to your personal si- stylist yeah. by filling out a few, mm-hmm. answering a few right. quick questions online, can I just can I guess what what you put in there? Please. Okay, so my first thought is sensual. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. My second uh-huh. thought is leonine. Uh huh. Um. And my third thought is stank ass. <laughs> well, those weren't options. I okay. wish they were. Maybe in Stitch Fix 2.0 right. we can get some of that stuff. Yeah. It was a little more practical than that. Um, okay. But yeah, what you do is you go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You get started now. And if you keep all five items, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. We've also... Got a Jumbotron this week from Russell Sprout. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who likes to print T-shirts, and he'd like to give away some to Jordan Jesse Go listeners. If you'd like to receive one for free, send your information to Russell Sprouts on Facebook. Russell with two S's and two L's. This is strictly a hobby. You will not be asked for money in the future, and your information will not be shared with anyone. First 100 or so respondents receive a free shirt. Wow. We're just giving away free shirts. Yeah. Now we're just enabling uh, insane millionaires. (laughs) Way to go, Russell Sprouts. Uh, He sent us a couple of shirts, and uh, they had what I would say is a pictograph. Mm Mm-hmm. Depicting the jack-off motion. Well, there you go. The, like, symbol for jacking Why off. would he send that to off. us, considering yeah. this show? Yeah, we try and keep it clean on Jordan we Jesse sure Go. sure do. Okay, uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, sweet little creature of the dark. <laughs> uh, Eliza, do you do you make it back to Richmond, Virginia a lot? Uh, I try to go a couple times a year because my parents still live there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I just go back and visit them. What's top three things about Richmond, Virginia, excepting your parents? Ooh, okay. Uh, there's a great 
there's a great art school there that people don't really know about. It's not like it's it's not one of the ones that people think of, but they got a bunch of funding, so they have great resources. So people will go to school there, um, and then when they graduate, it's cheap enough to live there that they just stay and they open up galleries or coffee shops or all kinds of stuff. So there's actually a great art community there. So that uh, the river's real cool. Uh, good for tubing, good for hanging out. God, I want to tube so bad. Do do I've never tubed. When I was growing up, I did, yeah, yeah. I felt like I would enjoy tubing, even as Me a too. non-drinker. Yeah. I think oh, I yeah. still would enjoy tubing. You could do sober tubing. Yeah, you're just lazing down the river. Come yeah. on, Do you think not? we could start a sober tubing group? Uh, well, you can do that on your own. No way I'm not tubing <laughs> fucked up, buddy. By the way, a sober tubing group, uh, that's uh, basically a gamelan, but with the addition of an electric guitar and a traditional rock drum. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a squeeze of lemon. <laughs> yeah. Um and the third one would be there are these cookies uh, that are that they there's this bakery called Dots that makes uh, rainbow cookies and then they also make ones with like a dollop of hard icing in the middle of them. Ooh, that's good. What's a rainbow cookie? Is that just a sugar cookie with sprinkles on it? No, it's in the it's baked into the the cookie part. The cookie itself, his the, his cookie body is you're, you're, all the colors. For the, the for the folks listening, Eliza's making the universal symbol of cookie, which is pinching her hands like crab claws and then unfolding them like angel wings. You know, a cookie. Yes. Pinch, 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 fly. Can I tell his you guys? cookie body goes from red to bo- blue. <laughs> I just went to Chicago, Illinois mm-hmm. uh, to do the Judge John Hodgman show. Had a great time. And on the airplane, I watched The Shape of Water, mm-hmm. which I oh. – I had not gotten a chance to see when it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. and um, Did you cry because it was on an airplane? Uh, yes. Okay, good. I just – I felt bad for putting it through that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really loved it. Uh, you'll be surprised to hear that this movie that everyone else loved, mm-hmm. I also loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. I mean, maybe not No Hellboy 2. Well, sure. But that's, certainly... that's, don't hold it to that impossible standard. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, a, a performer learns about his craft as he grows and as a right. fishman actor. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. Even that evolves. Sure. Yeah. But I was thinking there was something raw about those early fishman performances, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, before true. it got too produced. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Before. And there's some questions I don't need answered. You know, I don't need to know about the, what, the Mitochlorians and the, sure. the dick flaps I don't need to know about. <laughs> right. So, sure. OK. So this is the part. So I had I feel like I had heard a pretty fair amount about this movie going mm-hmm. in. This is. I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but at this point, if you're really being defensive about spoilers about this movie that everyone else has seen, just, you know. No, I think you didn't want to see the movie at this point. Yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, you don't want to see it. That's fine. Yeah. Go see something And this else. isn't, honestly, if you do want to see it, this isn't going to ruin the movie. You've, you've heard the rough outline. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know there's dick flaps already. <laughs> there's a scene when the woman from ha- Happy Go Lucky... What's that woman called? The main woman from uh, the film? Uh, I'm totally. Come I on, Joe. I don't know. I was so lost in the world. I just I forgot that they were actors. Okay, I can't think the, of what the, her name the, is. The Paddington lady. She's for, yeah. She's from Paddington. She's from uh, the Mike Lee movie Happy Go Lucky, and she is a delight. Sally, Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Okay, so Sally Hawkins is walking down the corridor with her friend, and they're talking about fucking a fish. Mm. And there's a part where she does, because her character is uh, unable to speak, Mm. she does a symbol that illustrates the way that the penis comes out. Yes. The fish penis. To me, that was in the context of a 
amazing film, like a film that I really loved overall, straight through. Mm-hmm. Wonderful performances, mm-hmm. be- aesthetically beautiful, very moving. Mm-hmm. The highlight, the highlight <laughs> was the part where, and the only analogy that I can draw filmically mm-hmm. to me, to me, the only thing that has moved me so deeply as this hand symbol for the penis coming out of the fish man mm-hmm. is the scene in the another film that I really enjoyed, Miranda July's You, Me, and Everyone We Know, where the children poop into each other's butts, yeah. devise an emoji forth. that symbolizes poop back and forth forever. Mm, yeah. And those to me are like the kind of. I don't think there is an Oscar for that, but there could be a Golden Globe for that. Sure. For um, iconography. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe a pair of Golden Globes. And a- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hello, nurse. Uh, there's something wrong with my lungs. Honk, honk, the traffic lights or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Um, I, I, f- I feel like both of those cases are uh, situations in which it's like, well, like, I feel like the filmmaker is being like, how come there are things that we talk about and things we don't? Like yeah. when we think about all of them, for yeah. sure all the time. <laughs> yeah. But we're not allowed to, but some of them are like bad things. So also, are you suggesting that, that maybe Miranda July spends a, all of her time thinking about the prospect of poop packing? Pets no, but I think she thinks forth. about it just as much as she thinks about the other stuff in that movie. Right. So why be like that part's off the table? I will say, I do think that maybe, maybe Benicio del Benicio, Guillermo del Toro, his cousin, I believe, um, a little bit of a freak. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think that's entirely yeah. possible. Yeah. Sure. I <laughs> That boy's freaky. Yeah. I I I went to there was a there was a fun traveling exhibition uh uh, they had it at the LACMA here where you could like yeah. go through Guillermo del Toro's stuff. stuff. <laughs> And he bought, according to a New Yorker article I once mm-hmm. read, mm-hmm. not to self-paradise. but No, acor- I think we all believe that you've read New Yorker articles. <laughs> sure. uh, but uh, according to a New Yorker article that I once read, he purchased a house. Upon falling in love with and marrying his wife, he purchased a house to live in so that he could have his other house, which was also a mansion-like, mansion-ish house, mm-hmm. just remain – Full of his shit. So, like, rather than winnow or or focus his shit collection. Yeah. Why? Why would you? If you have the money, yeah. why would you? I mean, that's. that's that, sure. I mean, of and course. you know what? I once I had uh, I had Miranda July on uh, Bullseye back probably back in the Sound of Young America days, and guess where I interviewed her? In her house full of shit. In her house full of her stuff. There we go. That she was then using as an office because she had moved in with her husband. Uh, what's his name? The also very talented film director. Yeah. Very handsome. Sure. Man. Yeah. Real I've... dreamboat. Former professional <laughs> skateboarder. What? Who is this guy? Is he still married to her? Uh, he's the guy who directed 20th he's... Century Women. What's his name? Mike. Oh, Mike. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Mills. Mills. Yeah. Uh, I saw him do a Q&A guy. with... Uh, with... Annette Benning was one of my favorite Q- movie Q&As. Yeah, I'm I a real that. movie Q&A connoisseur. <laughs> now, what the, well, how were the cues during uh, this Q&A? Well, I mean, I have a whole stand-up bit on it uh, about it, so I, I, I don't want to, you know, mind that. But what was so Eliza? Traffic's weird, huh? <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned <laughs> that. <laughs> Eliza, I hear you I talk about Q&A. Here's what sure. I well, I do. Um, but I will say about that. My favorite part of it was that. Um, 
he, like Mike Mills, obviously was excited to talk about his movie, answer questions. But Annette Benning, every she would answer a question as quickly as possible and then turn the mic off and put it down like under her, <laughs> on her chair, underneath mm-hmm. her leg. And someone would ask her another question, she'd be like, okay, um, yeah, we did wear costumes. Ugh. And like did you could she tell, like, she just hated it. And then finally, somebody asked her a question. I think it was like, "Hey, so you guys all seem to like each other. Did the cast like each other?" And she was like, uh, "Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's part of the no, magic." Of- I, you know, I, I I haven't said it until now. <laughs> yeah. I hated all these assholes. But she was like, "Yeah, you know, part of being an actor is is becoming close with people very quickly when you have a new ensemble, mm-hmm. and and that's what we did." But I do want to say. Um, that's my experience of making the movie, and it shouldn't affect your experience at all. Like, you just had your experience. Whatever just happened between you and that movie, that's it and is right. And any of these questions or anything, like, I, I really don't think that they're necessary or that they should influence you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah! Yes! 20 minutes in, and she said, fuck yes, this! Yes, yes, <laughs> Like, I loved it so much. Wow. Because I feel like that's... She's yeah, getting into the some, truth. some real signifier signified shit. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I, every time I'm at one of these things, I'm like, what are these for? What are these for? Annette Benning's like, quick, do y'all even Foucault? Trick, <laughs> puts it back. Uh, I also really loved Shape of Water. thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, really just up my alley in, in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> as a man who's horny for fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I've, uh, yeah. I've seen what's your tumbler. What's your top fish? Like a flounder? <sighs> Boy. I mean, flounders are real I flat. mean, if, it, if it's got gills, I ain't kicking it out of bed. <laughs> no, <laughs> flounders right. have the roughest, uh, the roughest puberty of any animal, I think. Do, do they? Yeah, because a flounder starts like this, like like a regular-looking fish, you know, like flounder yeah. from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And then when they go through puberty, their weird stage is that their eyeball moves from one side of their head oh to God. the other side. So they can flatten out. Yeah, so they can flatten out and then be on the bottom. Mm. So, like, boo-hoo to your middle school boners. This is an eyeball migrating to the other side of a head. Sure. I would much well, rather have a surprise period than an eyeball move. <laughs> well, and when you're perfectly flat, your boners are so much more apparent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that just, was uh, honestly, uh, you know, people talk a lot about this. Like, what was your favorite episode? So on and so forth. My favorite episode of Blossom was the one where Flounder, mm-hmm. uh, his eyeball went to yeah. the top of his head. The very special episode. Yeah. yeah. Also, they are hideous once that happens because there's <laughs> not sure room are. for both eyes. Yeah. It's just like, like they both are what? mushed over. Yeah. Well, as someone who's horny for fish, I'll disagree. I think they're beautiful. Oh, they're, they're beautiful when they're, they're flat. Are you horny round. for a guild? Creature like uh, what's that thing called? Like a show quattle? <laughs> called like I a mean, salamander with gills. Oh, I, 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 I can't picture this creature, but I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. It's real pale, and it only lives near Mexico City. What's this thing called? Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, your yeah. ex-boyfriend, Mexican Jonathan. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I will say that I, uh, I really, really liked Shape of Water, but had a visceral reaction to the cat death. Oh. And it almost turned me against the movie. I'm well, like, I felt like that was an important thing that it was like, this is, you know, it's like the same it, same way that kids will be like, like, like in in um uh that what was the what was the tiger in the boat movie? Uh, Life of Pi. Life of Pi. When the the lesson at the beginning was like, you you want to hug the tiger, you can't. That's mm. not. It's an it's a wild thing, and it doesn't belong in that situation. And that was what that the cat move was for. And like, I understood. This is not... I understood the storytelling device, but couldn't it have killed a less appealing animal? Yeah. 
Yeah, like a person. Like maybe it could have killed an axolotl. Sure, yeah. Axolotl. That's the one I was oh, talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah, he's a you know cutie. Guys, Come right? on. Don't kill him. He looks oh, like a little Pokemon. I've got, feather, I've got feathers on my head. I, um, my feelings on Shape of Water, uh, I enjoyed it and recently did a Shape of Water the musical for The Late Late Show. Oh, okay. I wrote. And those with Jimmy Corden? Yeah, with the old Jimmy oh. C. Um, and they have to be so quick that we had to cut half the song. And I was on the road when they were doing it because I don't work there anymore. They just like do some of those bits, like the musical bits they call me for. And um, the part of the song they cut out was the dick flap references. Mm, and I was like, what? I'm That's sorry. the comedy to leave in. Yeah. People want the dick flap. Can I suggest something to you? Mm. I don't know if you've thought about taking a keyboard with you on the road, mm-hmm. but I think that's an evergreen bit that I think will really help you in your road work. Uh, w- the second verse. of So you could play. <laughs> Just the second verse. <laughs> well, I, what I'm suggesting is you you have them play the first half, which is Corden and you well, know. it's Corden and Audra McDonald, which I don't totally want to follow. Right, so it's Corden, it's Corden and Audrey McDonald. Mm-hmm. They sing the first verse, mm-hmm. and the crowd is loving it. Mm-hmm. They are going apeshit. Mm-hmm. Every single person at the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know my crowds is <laughs> flipping the fuck out. Mm-hmm. They're like, we love, we love Audrey, we love. Jimmy, Jimmy mm-hmm. C. Mm-hmm. We love this whole thing. We love his accent. We love that mm-hmm. they're singing on TV. It's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. We love the shape of water. We love fucking fish. The whole nine mm-hmm. yards. And then you say, but wait, there's more. And you do the sign for, for, for the penis flaps? emerging, mm-hmm. the dick flap sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you play the clip of the of 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 her friend going like. What Even it? when it's smooth down there, yeah, 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 which yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed as well. Mm-hmm. And then you you get on the keyboard, you know, sort of like Craig Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, just but I knock don't, it out. I don't. I don't play keys. Okay, I mean, you could learn for this bit. <laughs> this is a sure fight. This could be your closer. I feel like you just want me to play this for you. Yeah. Eliza, don't listen to him because I started traveling with drums because he insisted I do my whiplash bit. Oh, uh-huh. right. And now, because you had to, well, weren't you traveling with a whole hummus trio for a while? Now, again, I think I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, Jordan. I with spicy. Look at the success that I've had mm-hmm. since I start, Since I hit the road with 76 trombones. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I feel like you could have at least thrown a different type of horn in there for some of them, but... <laughs> Yeah. How do you think I'm supposed to lead a big parade if I don't have the trombones? Well, uh, okay, fine, I guess. You know, it used to be saying not my tempo would just always get a laugh. Mm-hmm. Now nothing. Mm-hmm. I, ain't getting, I ain't getting shit from it. Anyway. Well, you got to go back to your crash material. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, crash the movie? Yeah, crash the movie. Which crash the movie? The sex but movie he's got or the some race from, one? Some from both. Okay. So, I, have a, I, have a, I have a fun bit where I confuse crash, the Cronenberg movie, uh-huh. uh, crash, the one that solved racism, uh-huh. and uh, crash, the classic Dave Matthews band album. Oh. And I kind of yeah. mash him up in a really fun way, and it's yeah. never been hotter. Cool. Yeah, so he, he'll play, so he plays keys, uh-huh. and he'll he'll get. And he's classically trained, not unlike Alicia Keys. Sure, 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 sure. By sure. the way, have you ever gotten that reference in her name? What? So Alicia Keys. Yeah. And she guess what she plays? The piano. Yeah. What's on a piano? Notes. Right. What makes the notes? 
Oh, the lacquer. You, the lacquer. You spread the lacquer on the piano. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's lacquered, but that's not what I'm. So what I'm saying is, Alicia Keys mm-hmm. is uh-huh. her name. Uh-huh. Keys. Uh huh. It's like a stage name. Oh, I don't think that's wait. I, oh, okay. Is she from Florida? Yeah. That's yeah, funny. That's exactly I did get it. She's known for moving weight. Yeah. And she also, and this is a funny, a, you a know, kind of a double. Of cocaine. A double. I kind of get the. Um, she also wrote the classic local jingle keys, 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 keys on Van Nuys. Oh, all right. All right. So you'll nice. hear that a lot yeah, if you're listening yeah, yeah, to the radio. Yeah, it's yeah. about a local car dealership. Yeah. So, what Jordan does in his act mm-hmm. is he comes out. He plays a little intro, kind of Liberace style. Well, of course, he puts his candelabra on top of the keyboard first. Yeah, because otherwise it'll be under and it'll burn his legs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> I know. I've seen his legs. Yes. They're gross. <laughs> <laughs> They're so gross. They're covered in wax. <laughs> yeah. Scalds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So All he comes out, he off. plays a little bit. He sings what the first verse. Mm-hmm. Racism isn't white people's fault and it's been solved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Second verse... Is just crash into you by the Dave Matthews mm-hmm. band. Mm-hmm. You've got your fall. You've, you've got your, your Oscar. <laughs> oh, that's the transition moment. Yeah, right. Okay. And then the the final verse mm-hmm. is about fucking car wrecks. Mm-hmm. Huh? And that's the crowd favorite. I would say. Wow. Because who hasn't had that thought? It's just like Miranda July with the poop. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm so shocked. I've known you for so long and never known that. Yeah. I mean, have you ever gone to see his act? No, I won't see my friends perform. Well, oh, but that's why. I mean, you're on the comp list every night. Uh, you and yeah, my estranged I'm father, I put you on the list. <laughs> hoping you'll show up. There's a little reserved <laughs> marker busy. in two yeah. seats right up front. Pretty busy. No, I get it. I mean, why do you keep RSVPing? Oh, I love RSVPing. <laughs> okay. It is fun. It's my favorite. Uh, you'll do anything that anyone says, save who played. Yeah, yeah, I feel so French, <laughs> yeah. so like continental, you mm-hmm. know? Fair like enough. I'm wearing a little beret, and, yeah. I, and, I, and my hair just dried that way, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just perfect. It is amazing that we, we all think of that movie as the fish dick movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't even see the fish dick. That hand motion is so evocative. Yeah. So potent. That yeah. one moment where you feel like you've been, you know, slapped with fish dicks for two hours. You haven't even you haven't seen fish dick one. Yeah. Anyway. Now, the power yeah. of storytelling. Well, and it, it I, th- I think we've all heard that you know, the, the, the most thrilling and anticipatory movies mm. save the monster. Right. For like halfway through. Sure, yeah. This one, you never even see the monster. Because mm. <laughs> you know that's a monster too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, you can fuck across the room with that fish dick. <laughs> uh, He's in the Atlantic, he's fucking in the Pacific. Yeah, that's right, that's, that's right. That fish dick. Ocean to ocean dick. <laughs> Do you guys think he has issues with that fish that swims up inside the dick? I mean, I think he's probably into it. Yeah, issues. Oh, really? I mean, I'm, clearly they they've definitely had some conversations. <laughs> sure. Uh, who knows? Maybe a relationship. Maybe just some fun nights. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, and he can't. You can't lock down the fish man. He's just so busy. Yeah, he's so yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, listen, you're great urethra fish. And, yeah. No, and it's not about you. It's oh, not about I've had more you. Time. It's not about. I just you know. need more time. Yeah. Guys. Also, uh, I, I, that he like has been like talking to the, this other fish from a long time ago, and they still haven't figured stuff out. Sure. So he wouldn't want to mix it's up. It's unfair to urethra you, fish. urethra yeah, fish, until he like knows what's going on because you, so much respect. And there's so think much he's respect ever, for the urethra stuff. fish. Yes. Do you think he's ever fucked a whole flock of piranhas? 
No, but I bet he's watched videos online. Yeah, sure. Seems like it. Why do we focus so much on the dick Mm. when I know for a fact, because I saw it in the movie, that there's a reason they call him the asset? Oh. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um... Yeah. What about you, them cakes? I, yeah, so sure. you're asking why why we don't see him poop? Yeah, back and forth forever. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe ratings. Yeah. Maybe like it would be they they wanted it to be something that kids could see and that's too sexy. Right. That's true. Yeah. To watch it. And I guess you want to you want to sell the you want to sell the Blu-ray with mm-hmm. with more. Yeah. Fish you need pooping. extras. But I mean, what yeah. what kid hasn't seen a fish pooping in an aquarium? That's all fish do is that they is swim true. around with a string of poop. Well, maybe them. that's. I mean, we know that takes a long time. So maybe they just had to cut it for time. That would right. have been like a like a forty-five minute shot. It would have had a lot just, of continuity problems. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think I I do think you were absolutely right when you said Guillermo del Toro's probably got some shit that we don't know. Like I bet there is a version of that movie that if you you know come to his house and sit on his Sasquatch, you want to see the you want to see the version. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to see the pooping scenes? What? (laughs) No, I'm just your. What about what about the Blade Two pooping scenes? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just your Postmates guy. Yeah, yeah, chill out, chill out. Yeah, have, have a seat on the Sasquatch. <laughs> you <laughs> remember Blade Two? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the whole the whole reason he made Pacific Rim was because he'd always wanted to see Idris Elba fuck a fish? No, yeah, I bet and that's the, just on the Blu-ray. It's like not many people buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, anymore. that's the thing. All of his extras from every movie have been people pooping and fucking fish <laughs> and robots <laughs> and robots. And so it's it's not a shock that he built up to this movie. I will say that if I have read the original draft of Pacific Rim and mm-hmm. the the. Pacific, Pacific Rim, Rim job? It does not refer to an oceanic occurrence. <laughs> oh, okay. It is not the ocean is not even a part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It's just <laughs> robots eating ass. Can you believe that when we're on mic, yeah. we're talking about this? Literally, the second the microphone turned off, we had a nice conversation about Mr. Rogers. Yes. An true. Actual nice conversation about Mr. Rogers. I mean, I'm, and I think we all agreed, Daddy Thick, right? No, I can't go there. <laughs> no, I know. I, we shouldn't. <laughs> no. It was wrong. I didn't like it when I said it. I'm sorry <laughs> that I said Daddy Thick about no. Mr. Rogers. No, 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 you should have no. been saying it about. Music man, Stan, or oh, Mis- sure. uh, uh, Mr. X, the the owl, X, oh, X yeah. the owl, like yeah, he, yeah, daddy, he, sure, yeah, yeah, he can yeah. get it. <laughs> that <laughs> owl can get it. Were the, wait, were the owl and the never? No, they weren't. Okay, never we mind. Did, we know what the people want. You thinking that X the owl and Henrietta Pussycat were? I think they might have been a couple. I think they might have been one of those progressive ones that get mm. the get homes next to each other. So they each have their own space right. for their own shit. I have to say yeah. that watching Mr. Rogers as an adult, which I have a pretty fair amount, mm-hmm. um, I am pretty uncomfortable with how attractive I find Lady Elaine. Lady Elaine. Yeah, she lives in a museum. Wait, She's no, not Lady Elaine. Type. No, not yep. Lady Elaine. No, I get it. No, you I said it. it. Stick to it. I yes, and Jesse, stick yeah. to your guns. She's your what's type. The, what's she the lives sh- in. She's she she has a lot of opinions. She lives in a museum. That's she, what we all you know, want. She's clearly cl- cl- keyed into the arts. What? Okay, so I have some thoughts about Lady Elaine that I'd like to share in a minute. But what's okay. Lady Aberlin? Mm-hmm. Lady Aberlin, the human woman, is yeah. a very beautiful woman. Which, you know, I, who cares when you're a child? You, you don't care. I think you do. Maybe. When I was a kid, I, that, if, if they had put an ugly woman in, or an ugly man, an ugly anybody, I would have been like, no, thank you. I have standards. 
I would like pretty people only. Show me the scales. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Mr. Hooper, do mm-hmm. a sit-up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would turn off the TV when, like, neighborhood friends who were not smoking hot came yeah, over. Yeah, thank you. I would be like, nope, I'll, I'll be back when you show me how to make a crayon. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on, Mr. Hooper, you're appearing on camera mm-hmm. with Cookie Monster. Yeah. And we all know Daddy Thick. <laughs> Cookie that Monster. one I don't mind. <laughs> no, yeah. That's kind of fun, right? Although, Lady Eberlin, mm-hmm. uh-huh. though, is a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and it terrifies me. And apparently George Do Romero- Do beautiful women always terrify you? No, it just terrifies me in the context of the land of make-believe. Okay. <laughs> I don't think sexuality is really part of the land of make-believe necessarily. Well, Jesse, Friday I was... and King Friday has a son and a wife. I mean, how'd the son show up? I mean, I just always thought a stork. Oh, okay. Where do kids mm. come from? I oh, mean, boy, Jesse. I have three kids. Oh, no. How many kids do you have, Eliza? Uh, I don't have any. Okay, so I have three kids. Right. And sexuality has never been part of my Je- life. Je- I believe that. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> I think it's maybe time to have the talk with Jesse. Uh-huh. Okay. All when, right. um, when a when fish a chick- loves a woman. <laughs> I was going to say, when a chickpea loves an olive tapenade. <laughs> Going back to the hummus. No, no, that's okay. Yours was good too. I don't want to say it was good. I just wanted to let people know that I had a different one. But can I share? Can I share something non-sexual about Lady Elaine? No. (laughs) It has to be sexual. You can, but I'm going to picture her in a bikini the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) So Lady Elaine has a very distinctive look. I think Mm -hmm. we can agree on that, and a very distinctive manner. Mm -hmm. And one of the most important family members that I had in my life besides my parents as a kid was my mom's sister, Gail, mm-hmm. who it was and is, uh, I love her very much, but was not is a very intense woman mm-hmm. with very short, at the time, blonde hair. Sometimes it would be crazy colors, mm-hmm. but uh, usually blonde hair and a thin build. And I absolutely th- thought, do you know how like reality... Like, you really have a hard time picking out reality from mm-hmm. stories when you're sure. younger than five or six. Mm-hmm. Like That's I, why they have a lot of rulings on uh, commercial breaks on cartoons. Yeah. I couldn't figure— I thought my dad was a Transformer until I was 12. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I couldn't figure out— uh, Then you realized he was just a car? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> my daddy the car. <laughs> I couldn't figure out which was the real Mr. T. Mm-hmm. You know, A-team, professional wrestling— public appearances or cartoon. Serial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the serial confused you. And I absolutely thought Lady Elaine was my Aunt Gail. Uh, and I couldn't figure out why she was a puppet or why they called her a different name. I thought my pediatrician was Phil Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is what most pediatricians look like. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I was, whatever, like four years old, I couldn't tell. Yeah, honestly, I always thought your pediatrician was Sally Jesse Raphael, so well, that I understand is where, I, where you're coming from. Yeah, that, that is where I got all my style choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did have my braces put in by L- Ricky Lake, though, the actual <laughs> okay. Ricky Lake. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, For she, a segment? Uh, no, just uh, just for fun. Oh, okay. Just for fun. She was this when she had her talk show, or was this more like a crybaby era? Yeah. This was, no, this was on the set of Hairspray. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. She, she, she later- was a, a, teen, a teen orthodontics prodigy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She only really abandoned oral health care after she started getting that daytime money. Oh, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Which, by the way, is what we're shooting for on Jordan Jesse Go. Are you? Jordan's made that very clear. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, yeah. Do you have some- Do, do a show kind of like The Chew? Yeah, I mean, God. Or maybe the doctors. Sure. I mean, now that apparently the chew's off the air, there's a void. Mm. Yeah. We'll fill it. 
A gaping maw, if you will. Sure. A mouth that yeah. needs... The, the, <laughs> the chomp, maybe? Oh, I like that. Like a chomp. Yeah. The nom. Kids mm. will like that. And mm. I mean, no part of my life is sexual, but I do love to masticate. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. oh boy. Guy! <laughs> That's where we draw the line. <laughs> Something that sounds like masturbate. <sighs> boy, the, yeah, I remember the, like... The the time in like you know junior high when you discovered the words that sound dirty but aren't uh-huh. masticate epidermis oh uh-huh. epidermis yeah. your epidermis is showing yeah and then <laughs> then you really fucking freak people out oh mm-hmm. it was great yeah I love to freak out the norms yeah me too yeah I mean I could tell from your face tattoos yeah I love <laughs> I love to upset the squares and of course well the face tattoos are more of a tribute to uh, my favorite rapper which is. Every white rapper now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had, I do what the voices in my head tell me to, tattooed on my chest because uh-huh. I was wearing out my T-shirts. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Mine says, keep Austin weird. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't visit that often, but I was worried about, you know, right, like, if I, what if I lost the T-shirt? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my favorite cities are always all the, the cities that have the keep the city weird T-shirts at the airport. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, my back says, no shirt, no shoes, no problem. Nice. Uh, that's because I don't usually wear a shirt because I got the shirt right there on my chest. So uh, I don't want to hide that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a few shirts with windows. Is there a uh, – On my tits, I have a I have Tweety Bird on one and the other one says, what tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a reverse campaign, make this city weird, make Tempe weird? There should be because there's weird. a lot of cities that could use some weird. They could use a little weird. And uh, you could bust San Diego, it. time to get a little weird. Yeah, you know hey, saying? San Diego, uh, not weird enough. Not weird enough at all. There's a marketing campaign mm-hmm. uh, that I often see in the pages of The New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Sure, okay. Sure. No um, one's surprised. Yeah. Uh, that is like pictures of people enjoying nightlife, and then the slogan is "DC cool." Um, it's like a it's like a campaign to get people to visit Washington D.C. Have you ever been to D.C. during non-business hours? <laughs> yes. It's it's a zombie movie without zombies. <laughs> so like <laughs> it's completely deserted. It, there's a chill in the air. I do not believe any. <laughs> <laughs> There's so, any DC cool. My mom is from Washington DC, mm-hmm. and all my mom's family lives in the besides this one sister, uh, live uh, Lady Elaine, mm-hmm. uh, live in the Washington DC Metroplex or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So a few in Northern Virginia, a few in mm-hmm, DC, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so on and so Maryland, forth. Maryland, yeah, and not Maryland. Oh, well, that's what part you, of it. What do you okay. think? What do you hey, think? I'm just saying. What do you think? I got relatives in Tacoma Park. I don't know. Mm-hmm. College Park. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C., two mm-hmm. summers there. Mm-hmm. I love Washington, D.C., sure. sincerely. Like, I yeah. think it's such a cool, wonderful city. The mall. Yeah. Like, the honestly. The museums. The The mall and the museums. I fucking love them. Me too. I, I think they're. Oh, you think I didn't go there every year growing up on field trips? You think I didn't think the Air and Space was Museum tremendous. was named after someone la- named Aaron Space? <laughs> <laughs> the Air and Space Museum. Yeah. yeah. I always thought the Air and Space Museum was my aunt Gail. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love Washington D.C. and I I have hardly an ill word to uh, to describe it uh, because it's a very close to my heart place. Yeah. However. It's not hopping. Those ads are the least convincing advertisements. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It should just have like three, 
three sad political interns mm-hmm. and like a right. creepy lawyer hitting on them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Or it should it should have like an arrow pointing to Northern Virginia. Yeah. Being like we're here actually. <laughs> That's where we go to hang out. At Washington D.C., we still have a couple of Bennigans. <laughs> All right, Washington huh. D.C. We mean Arlington. <laughs> yeah, I do. Right, I I visited Washington D.C. for the first time not too long ago and was really really amazed at the America feelings it made me have. That oh, yeah. America shit fucking works. I yeah. don't know. Great, That's something. Great that, monuments. Yes. Oh, the monuments. Very tight. And those. Are great after dark because ooh, I love a lighting designed yeah, monument. Sure, pinpoint lights just so here and there. I would say maybe my favorite one would be the uh, the Korean monument, Korean mm. War monument oh. at night. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I know it's cliche, but just the. <laughs> Sorry, I know where are you going with this. You can't I, even get there. You I know. Can't even get Sorry. There. My Jordan. favorite was the Lincoln Memorial because Daddy Thick. Anyway, okay, <laughs> so all right. I, I mean, you should try the uh, the Roosevelt Memorial. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's in the wheelchair and he's got the dog oh, yeah, and because sure, sure. Daddy Thick. Yeah, <laughs> funny every time. Jordan, maybe not once. Did you get a chance to see the Washington Monument? I, I didn't. Uh, I, oh. I missed it. I actually, I was, I was, you know, busy with other stuff. So, and I, I wasn't really like, I was looking at my feet a lot, so I never noticed it. So, mm. do you have any observations about it? I mean, Daddy Thick. Oh! <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> Friendly Fire is a war movie podcast, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to it. Boy, I'll say. You know, a lot of people, Ben and Adam, might not initially watch a war movie podcast. What's in it for me, they say. Yeah. I'll tell you what's in it for you. What's in it for you is a biting socio-political commentary, uh, scattered dick and fart jokes. (laughs) And a lot of history. Like, there's the depicted wars, but also the history of the time period that these films were made and released. They're very telling. So download Friendly Fire every Friday from your favorite podcatcher. Or MaximumFun.org. Friendship is tough, especially when you're constantly slaying carnivorous hell beasts bent on your destruction. Hey, make sure to clean the tub. I might actually need to shower today. Oh, don't give me that. You've been wearing the same pair of track pants since Tuesday. I mean, they still have the size sticker on the leg. Yeah, I do. Well, still, I was thinking today might be the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's still alive! Kill it! I don't have any weapons! Get it with the shower head! Shit. My burrito got some gunk on it. But that's just Fairhaven. We make it work. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy for MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. La, 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, sweet little creature of the dark. Wait a minute, Eliza. Aren't you one of the stars of the hit podcast Bubble? I am. Doesn't that premiere this week? It does. I think tomorrow, if you're listening the day that this one comes out. What an exciting project. If only I was a professional interviewer so I could think of a question to ask you about it. Oh, I've never thought of you as one, so don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> you're, you're a sexless man who never interviews. There's two things we know about Jesse. Eliza, would you like to tell us a little bit about your character on the show? Uh, yeah, my character is um, kind. She's a kind of kind of not quite a burnout, um, but uh, a kind of layabout ish. Uh, she's definitely. I think she's on the edge of burnout. Sure. She's sort of she's, like in the in the lemon between burnout and yeah. And she's active a type of girl young person who wakes up with pizza in her hand. <laughs> yes, there you go. You um, painted a picture. Thank you. And she is uh, she's pansexual and um, active <laughs> at it. Yeah. Um, and she's a dealer. She's a drug dealer. So she's uh, she's a lot of fun. Yeah, this uh, Eliza, you were so so funny in this. Uh, oh, thank you. I will I will say probably riffed some better lines than were in the scripts. Uh, so thank you. I tried to. Um, to stick to the script, but then also offer some some riffs. One of my that's uh, why you work with Skinner. Yeah, thanks. Um, one of my favorite things ever when I first moved to L.A., I got to go to a table read for an old show called uh, Alan Gregory. Oh yeah, sure. I had a friend who was a writer mm-hmm. on it, and one of the stars of it was French Stewart. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Every, there were all kinds of comics involved. French Stewart, who, who listeners would know from the Goofy Roofers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, and there were all kinds of comics involved in the show, and they were all riffing and raffing off the, the script. Yeah. <laughs> they love yeah. the raff. They were, they were switching it up. They were adding things. They were missing words and you know, grasping for the funny, grabbing for that funny. Mm-hmm. And French Stewart did not change a single fucking word and was hilarious. Mm. And it was it like really felt remarkable to me and I was like oh that is that's a pro sure if you can take what's actually on the page and make that really funny yeah we tried I can't to do get, it I had to we actually yeah, no no hey I get I appreciate it I appreciate it but that's it. The like in my mind with that stuff. but you aspire to that someday to that French Stewart yeah. level of professionalism yeah, um, yeah no uh, the show's really fun we're super proud of it uh, it's a uh, if, if, if you haven't heard the pitch it's a it's a sci-fi comedy if you like it if you like a little Buffy and a little Portlandia mm-hmm. mixed together I think you're gonna enjoy this mm-hmm. there's um, monsters there's fighting there's jokes I think with most of the fighting scenes like we would have to make sounds like we were punching or yeah. getting Efforts. punched. Yes. Yeah. And that I I feel like it did struggle with a little bit that most of my fighting sounds were like, ow, stop it. Ow, punch, punch. Ow, <laughs> our, ow. Our fight's happening hey, now. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Words, yeah. exclamations. Yeah, exactly. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let me put a punch up in it. Yep. Yeah. It would be like, oh, my neck, my back. <laughs> 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 oh boy don't punch me two more times <laughs> two yeah. more two different places exactly this is for kids that's an example of the kind of enhancement that yeah. a Skinner brings to a project yeah. the show is not for kids yeah <laughs>
Not for kids. Uh, no, not for kids. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there June 13th. So the day after you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the first day, it comes out. Uh, is it all coming out at once or are you rolling it out? It That's is. One a, week. One, One a week. One a week. Ooh. Cliffhangers. Ooh, people got to wait for the, yeah. for the next info. It's fan, fan theories on Reddit. This is, it's going to, we're going to, we're filling the Westworld void. Mm-hmm. We want you Will to they? Th- sim- Won't they? Sure. We didn't want to put Symbolism. It, we didn't want to put it all out at once because we wanted to give it a little bit of time for it to breathe and for it to find its audience, mm-hmm. especially Jordan's estranged dad. Yeah, I just, has he RSVP'd for it? No, I'm I'm just mailing a I'm mailing him a, um, a thumb drive with the latest episodes. Oh, I'm okay. just writing "Daddy" on an envelope and All right. throwing <laughs> it into a pond. <laughs> in... I think if you put usually if you put mail in, if you mail something that just says "Daddy" on it, they, it does they end up delivering it to uh, James Brolin, so it'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, another thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> Is mean, this how I talk? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. To be clear, Jordan usually tosses it into a pond. And the reason that he usually tosses mm-hmm. it into a pond is he's not 100% sure, but he's pretty sure his dad is a bullfrog. I was going to say, because it's not easy being green. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm taking into account my own neck sack and assuming that my dad is a bullfrog. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. I, I try and take weird, into account I mean, my, my neck my neck sack and yeah. my crack. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, you clean it up for kids. Yeah. Is that part of your uh, your children's album? Yeah, just uh, he has his own kids the, bop line. Yeah. <laughs> Super dirty hits for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole um, series of Uncle Oh, Luke me so song. happy. Oh, oh, me so happy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's why she's the premier musical uh, improviser in America today, Eliza uh, Skinner. Wait, thank you. Thank you. Um, when something momentous happens to you, like your new favorite podcast is released on June 13th, mm-hmm. we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Here's the first call. Hi, Jordan. Jesse Go. Um, I uh, uh, found a pigeon that was sick. Um, and over the past couple of weeks, I've been nursing him back to health, uh, giving him a little water and a little peanuts. And uh, Can you pause this? Is there any evidence that what a sick pigeon needs is a little water and some peanuts? Yeah, that is a that is an odd that is an odd assumption to make. I mean, why why not? What's better than a little water and peanuts when you're not feeling good? No, that's. I mean, I would maybe birdseed. I don't know. Water, I guess. Really, that's what you want when you don't feel good. Oh yeah, you want Here, what, here's what I want it. Here's how I want it. I and want I'm... honey roasted peanuts and a little bit of water <laughs> and some episodes of botched. When I'm feeling sick, what I like to do is I like to get an old. Um, paper towel tube, mm-hmm. cardboard tube. Mm-hmm. Spread it with peanut butter. Eliza, it's pronounced Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> you roll that in birdseed, and you just take it to bed with you. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds sounds to me like it's for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner! Very Skinner! Nice. Very oh, nice. Wait, no, don't pick up my chair! No, stop it, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was going to say, stop singing that Jewish song. But guys, I couldn't think of having a Jew but, but you okay. did. So thank you. Play I the that. play the call, Brian. Sorry, I interrupted. Sorry, not sorry. More like wow. And uh, he uh, just flew away. Uh, bittersweet. I can't believe it. I didn't even know he could fly yet. So uh, this is very exciting. Love you guys. Bye bye. 
the version of that I want is like, oh, wow, and he's uh, flying away. Oh, he's fucking my wife. Oh, come on. <laughs> he's no. been in my house for weeks. I did nothing but good for him. He's driving my car around. One time he's been fucking my wife. <laughs> Honey, how'd you even get up there? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, a lot of a lot of bird related um, calls. La- last week we had, or maybe when when was the when did the hawk carry away the guineas? The guinea pigs. You had pigs. a hawk call in. Yeah, yeah, a hawk called in. Wow. Yeah, um, Hawk Harrelson, the legendary color man for the Chicago mm-hmm. White Sox. I don't think I don't think we call them that anymore. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> the pale hose. Okay. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's a, our our uh, our our listeners are interacting with birds a lot, and I don't like it. You know, Jordan, me I neither. Think, yeah, yuck. <laughs> I think it's probably not healthy for me to feel this way. Yeah. Um, and just like, just in general, for my emotional well being, it's probably for the best that I get it from something inside myself rather than external forces, you know, like, mm-hmm. or at the very sure. least, something like my relationship with my family members, like my wife and children or something. But I do get a little kick every time a listener says they love us. It's nice. I always want to say I love you, too. I remember that I don't love them. Mm-hmm. I have a sort of a warm regard. Right. I mean, I, I don't need it because I get it from my Amazon Alexa. <laughs> she will. What's your trigger for that? What, what's, the, what's the command? I think he says, Alexa, play Huey Lewis in the news sports. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then? And says, then she says, I love you, Jordan. Yeah. It's really nice. It's really nice. I'm sorry, Jordan. I can't do that right now. <laughs> I like Jordan, you. What are you, you seem cool. What are you doing, Jordan? <laughs> Jordan. Stop Alexa, spreading peanut butter the on the toilet paper tube. I can't do that, Jordan. No! <laughs> okay, let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Guest, and Sunny D. Um, this is Tim from Chicago. Just calling to uh, tell you about a momentous a momentous occasion I had recently. Um, I was working on my drone, uh, getting it ready Shocking. to get get out in the park and do some practice tricks and stuff, stunts. Um, Anyway, I had to replace one of the motors, and so I went to test it out, and uh, something happened, and all the throttles went, it went full throttle, and it flipped over, and it had props on it, and so it sort of took a little chunk off my pinky, a couple of cuts. I... I glued it all shut. Brian, but can you pause this? Still mangled. It's just all going too fast for me. I need a second to <laughs> process. You know? Yeah, was he going to start selling us micro machines next? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, his press drone play. took a chunk off his pinky. Yeah, I'd heard that. I I glued it all shut, but it's kind of still mangled looking. I think it's going to be okay. I love the show. Thanks. I mean, again, another <laughs> bird call. I mean, what is a drone but a bird that can film your neighbor showering? <laughs> Any bird can film your neighbor showering. You just <laughs> have to train them and get them a tiny camera. Oh, cute. <laughs> just ask Except Mike for the Tyson. spying part. <laughs> I, I have a question. Yeah. If you're that fucked up. <laughs> right. 
I don't think it's safe to operate a telephone, much less a drone. I mean, no. I mean, we. What are you, are you talking? Do you are you saying that the guy seemed like he was he was impaired or his hand? It's also possible he was a cartoon tortoise. <laughs> that's that's mm. true. So I would say the top two possibilities are. No, I don't know. I feel like if he was a cartoon tortoise, he would have talked a lot more about like the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> right. and organizing his uh, figurines. Right. Um, Not knowing how many licks it takes to get to mm-hmm. the center of a Tootsie Pop. Mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe ask Mr. Owl. I don't know. Never ask an owl. He's just going to take your fucking lollipop. Yeah, he sure is. That was my moment to occasion, by the way, for this week. Hmm. I asked an owl how many licks it takes to Never get to the Never do center. that, Jesse. No, yeah. And the fucking thing ate my yeah. guinea pigs. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, at least you got to have that Tootsie Pop, Wait, though. were the guinea pigs in the middle of your lollipop? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're kind of weird, yeah, too, that's, Well, that's, <laughs> your, that's <laughs> your bad, honestly. Yeah, no, that's I don't know. That, that feels a little iffy. If you're out yeah. there with your, with your guinea pigs loosey-goosey. Yeah, but if you seal them inside a lollipop, they're going to die. They can't breathe in there. Is there a machine I don't know. No, I think they probably. Like inside. That sounds like you're going to eat them. And this is I'm. I don't know if they can breathe. I think they probably could. Oh, um, they have no, gills, just, don't no, they? No, they don't. They live oh, on land. Shit. I'm thinking of an axolotl. Oh yeah. no, those are the, so cute. Jesse, don't put those pigs. in lollipops. Yeah, well, they can breathe in there because they got the gills. Your guinea pigs were dead by the time the owl ate them. <laughs> oh, they gee were whiz. smothered by a candy coating. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah, they're whiz. dead. Yeah. Gee whiz, that's what I have to say about that. Gee whiz. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I hope this won't keep anyone from listening to Bubble. Yeah, it shouldn't. No, it's better than this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's the sort of like podcast that I think you could listen to in the daytime or the night. Oh, you can listen to Bubble at night. Yeah. You sure can, baby. Mm-hmm. You can listen to Bubble. You could watch the NBC Nightly News. What yeah. are your evenings, Jordan? Just watching Lester Holt. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Knock it off around seven. Oh, man. <laughs> Call you it a night. get out there. Nah. Gotta see some What's live out music. there? Go Alexa out there. will miss me. No. Go see some live music. You can okay, bring I'll go see Mumford and Sons. <laughs> oh no, you know what? No, it's I meant a like a band. band. Mumford and Sons. That's like that's like like what like like crust with a bunch of cut up chicken and <laughs> peas and carrots inside of it. Another crust on top. What is that? Is this a samosa? What? <laughs> what are you thinking? No, of? I think no, it's like pie shaped. And it's got that crust, and then you put in, you got like creamy sauce and bits oh, of chicken. Oh, the Lumineers. And, yes. The Lumineers. No, yeah, that's, that's a Mumford and Son. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're, the Lumineers is like, that's that's a pizza. You're thinking of. <laughs> oh, that's a pizza. You're thinking of Portugal, the chicken pot pie. Mm, sure. Uh, hey, oh, okay. On the topic of bubble. Yeah. I just want to say. Yeah. I get that sometimes when people are talking podcasts with their friends. Mm-hmm. If you're, you maybe you listen to this one. Maybe you don't bring it up right away. Yeah, you know you're talking. You want to play it cool. You're playing it cool, but also you wonder. Yes, you want this to be daddy's little secret. You want, yeah. You want, what's the entry point? This yeah. thing is yeah. so bogged down with <laughs> years of memes <laughs> that don't make story. sense. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. It has no time. There's no Do reason. Do you start with the comics or the podcast? Right. Exactly. Or the podcast about the podcast? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, a lot, you know, By a lot of way, ins, a lot of outs. Asterisk. Editor's note: See issue two forty two. And then you you, you panic. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. True believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just panic and recommend Malcolm Gladwell. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But Look, hey. I read the New Yorker too. I I get the appeal. Oh my god! <laughs> Malcolm no. Gladwell. You can afford a magazine oh. subscription. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, 
But Bubble, just because we're doing it, doesn't mean it's full of Jordan, Jesse, Go, Inside, what have yous. No, no prior listening is necessary. Start mm-hmm. with episode one. It'll, it'll make sense to everybody yeah. anyway. And tell your friends. And tell your friends. Tell them. Tell, tell them. But you don't have to make it like a, you know it's who, a big deal. You could just be like, hey, no big whoop. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the Slurpees. If you have some free time, check out this podcast. And you also you buy all your friends Slurpees before you recommend yeah. it. Definitely. And then just they're, ride away on a skateboard. Yeah, they're fine. They're not expensive. I have a question. Yes. Um, is it okay to recommend Bubble to your friends if you bought them an Icy because they're better than Slurpees? Mm. Mm. Well, we okay. Uh, my preference for me, mm-hmm. for me, for you, for m- for me, for whom, mm-hmm. for me, for me, who for, for me, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Steve, Rice I recommend here. you buy them a slush puppy. Okay. Oh. Now, do I know where you can get those anymore? No. Yeah. Maybe at a Bennigan's. I'm gonna say it's summer. It, it could be an Otter Pop. Just have some fun. Ooh, get a yeah. An Set a scene pop. where everybody's having a good time. They're in a good mood. They're feeling good about themselves and their prospects for the future. They're sucking down a little orphan orange. Yeah, that's an otter pop, by the way. Great it sounds choices. like it's a great thing. It really gross. doesn't. Yeah, sounds it awful. sounds very gross. Yeah. Uh, and then once they're in that good headspace, hey, how about you check out Bubble? Wow. Eliza, can I suggest something here? Sure. Yeah. Why don't you go to the ice cream man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Order up a bomb pop. Mm-hmm. Why does he have to be a man? Okay, you go to a single mother. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, you get yourself a bomb pop. Uh-huh. You give it to your friend. Moms it's funny that you- have bomb pops. Yeah. That's true. It's funny that you chose to define that woman by motherhood. It's really interesting mm. that you didn't yeah. talk about her job or- Or her name. Her name. She's got a name. Her name. It's Sandra. <laughs> go to Sandra. Go to Sandra. Get yourself a bomb pop. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Give it to your friend. Mm-hmm. Recommend Bubble to them. Mm-hmm. While you're at it, mention that Bubble is- the bomb, baby! Yeah. It works. It works. It's a real slush yeah. puppy. <laughs> Do you guys have a theme song on Bubble? Uh, there's some like incidental music. Oh, but none of those like there's when you're no with lyrics. your friends and you're walking around <laughs> and you know something cool is about to go down. Bubble family. <sighs> Is it too late to insert that into every episode? It might be. We're going to need to get the editor on the phone now. Brian, if we can clip that out, put some effects behind cool. it, and send it to the editor now. I think our, I think, I think our, I think our uh, or, what's that called? Musician, our orchestrator, mm-hmm. uh, Annie Hart of yes. the band Au Revoir Simone, and the vibrant solo career as Annie Hart. Mm-hmm. I think she could lay a few of her signature synths behind. Sure. Great. Yeah. When you're with your friends. And, and you're walking, walking around, around. And you're having some fun. Something's going to go down. Bubble. Bubble. I like Family. that. I like that that kind of, kind of um, it uses the perfect strangers yeah. uh, theme song theory in that the theme song should have nothing to do with what's what? going on. That perfect stranger's theme is all about what's going on. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Mm-hmm. Nothing can be arranged. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have a feeling like you need some kind of change. Those times where, like, you live in Meepos. But it doesn't mention Meepos. Cousin Larry lives. Um, it does not no matter what Meepos. the odds are this time, nothing's going to stand in our way. <laughs> Those odds of, like, being an immigrant in a new city, oh, being yeah. the bottom sure. rung at a newspaper, you know, nothing's going to stand in our way. Uh, Something. Dream in your heart like a long lost friend. The whole world is me post at every end. Is me post is that where cousin Larry is from, or is that possibly a web 1.0 currency website? (laughs) It's actually both. Okay, yeah, 
Um, is Cousin Larry from Flues? Uh, he's from Coinbase. Got it. Yeah. I think you guys, or I think you're confusing Balky and Cousin Larry. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, Balky's from Meepos. Yeah. Balky okay. Bartokamus. No, 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 no. Standing is tall on the wings of my dreams. We do not have Rise the money to license fall. this song. <laughs> Bubble show. It's cool. Don't you like it? I made changes. It was legally dissimilar. Legally dissimilar <laughs> enough. Speaking of which, I think people, listeners, will love Jonathan Colton's contributions to Bubble. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Jonathan Colton um, ha- makes some legally dissimilar song parodies yes. where we would be using licensed music. Ooh. God bless that Jonathan Colton, his mm. gorgeous beard. Mm-hmm. Just a handsome man. Good looking dude. Gotta Kind-a stop rating people on beards. You Chill stop. vibes. Some people don't have beards. beards. How's your beard? I don't have a beard, Jesse. I'm a woman. I can't grow. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I think there are things that are worthwhile about me still. Sure. Sorry, guys. Beans for lunch. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Jordan oh, that's, boy. That's your band, right? Yeah. That's doing that, that album of, yes. uh, of clean <laughs> covers of very dirty songs? Sure. Yes. Oh, God. Beans for lunch. <laughs> we'll be back in just a... Sorry, guys. Flues for lunch. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, sweet little creature of the dark. Our apologies for the preceding program. Um, but, you know, I think we sort of one of those does what it says on the container yeah. situation. Well, your fault for listening, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Eliza Skinner, uh, are you touring this great nation performing stand-up comedy at all? A little bit. I just finished a real Tory tour. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess this is coming out next week. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be at the I'll be at the Denver Comic Con next week. Hell hey. yeah! Yeah, I think we got some Denver listeners heading hey, to the Denver. Hey, come on by! I'm doing a show and then I'm moderating a bunch of Q and As and panels and stuff. And you should stop by Sweet Action Ice Cream, the official ice cream store of Jordan Jesse Guff. Okay. Yeah, they'll probably give you some free ice cream if you tell them you were just on Jordan Jesse Go. Sick! That's what I work for. I know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, take a free... lift. Take a lift over there. It'll cost you twenty five dollars. Tight. Free ice cream. Worth though. it. Worth it. I'll pay for rides. I won't pay for ice cream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my rides, my ice cream, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my oh. pussy, and my crack. <laughs> Wait, that's not the part that you're supposed to. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I guess I just don't like find any part of a woman's body dirty. I just. Yeah, wow. there are really wow. Thank you. To me, to me, I don't. I, me. You. Whom? Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so that and I'm doing some other stuff I still laying down um, and I got my podcast yeah. yeah cool playlist which you can find where you find podcasts uh, where me and a guest create a playlist for a specific life event moment or occasion you've had some uh, pretty rad guests on recently yeah yeah uh, the last one was Cameron Esposito um, uh, heard of her yep had her did one with uh, for waking up and getting out of bed with Bobby Moynihan we did a playlist for this steamship is taking me to an exciting new future with Paul F. Tompkins um <laughs> Yeah, all kinds of folks in there. Awesome. Check it out. You know, I think I think I could see Paul F. Tompkins squandering his show business millions on a steamship. He might. Right? He might. Why not, right? Yeah. He could he could bring it off, too. Uh, why why squandering it? Why not gambling it? Yeah. Investing it. Yeah. You, you could make that a live work thing though. Roll them you could bones. Be like a, you know, yeah, you would save would, on rent. You could live on the steamship. Yeah, ship. if people will go to uh go on fan cruises, why not a fan steamship? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Plus, you got a, you got one of the famous trunks. 
Mm-hmm. You need somewhere to keep it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe two of them. And, mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's a good time to announce I'm having a fan inner tube. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it's me and a fan in an inner tube. Wait, maybe an electric could... fan? Like uh, an oscillating fan? <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm killing myself. <laughs> I'm going to take an electric fan in an inner tube. Watch your I'm going to crack buddy. a brew and then I'm going <laughs> to fall over the side. Uh, and yeah, and I think it'll it'll be great. Uh, man, that's, that's the last great trip, man. <laughs> uh, you said it, baby. It's true. Can't wait to die. <laughs> Don't worry, you will. <laughs> cool. Oh, really? <laughs> yep, for sure. Nice. We all definitely will nice. die. Wow, we better listen to Bubble first, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. ASAP. Yeah, don't squander your time by not listening to great content because you're going to die. That's what in the marketing business we call a ticking clock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Save the cat, everybody. Listen to Bubble. (laughs) (laughs) General screenwriting tips. Is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, if you hear an off-microphone voice, that's his... That's his uh, terrifying laugh piercing the window of the recording studio of, for Eliza Skinner, who is on Twitter, at Eliza Skinner, mm-hmm. uh, and is a joy on Twitter, mm-hmm. a delight. She's Very been sharing positive messages lately. Mm-hmm. I always share positive messages. I usually do. I try to make it a fun place. Yeah. It's work. A fun place, Twitter, a fun place for dads. <laughs> yeah. And? It's like uh, the benches outside of a, of a Lane Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> what is Twitter? Put an electronic space simulating the benches outside of Elaine Bryant. Yeah. Oh, this is all part of Eliza Skinner's four home run game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the benches outside of a, an Elaine, Bry- Elaine Bryant. Give me a break. I can't even say the word Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. And for real, this is the week that Bubble premieres. Get in there, get in your Apple Podcasts, get in your Overcast, get in your Downcast, get in your Pocket Casts. Yeah. Download Bubble right now. The first episode is available June 13th, so probably already available while you listen to this. And remember what we have told you. Because this is serious. This mm-hmm. is not just – we've done a lot of joking around on this week's show. Yeah, this part's not a joke. This is deadly serious. Yeah. If you do not download Bubble – you're going to die. You are dead to us. Oh, oh, sure, yeah. We will ice you out. Yeah. Yeah. And, you have to find a new place to sit at the cafeteria? Mm-hmm. But, you're you're going to have to find your own ride to school? Yep. I um, will not invite you in my death tube. Yeah. You're going to have to find a new place to sit at the Lane Bryant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bench is off limits. sitting on that bench. You're going to have yeah. to go meander outside the Orange Julius. Ugh. You're going to need a time machine for that. Yeah. I think there's still one in Culver City. I think okay, that Westfield well, in Culver City. Really? I might go. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I had an orange Julius recently. It didn't, didn't hold up. I wish I had kept it in my childhood. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they changed the recipe. I don't know. I work at Hot Dog on a Stick. Ooh. Anyway, if you like getting <laughs> transported away to a, uh, a world in which things are funny yet edgy and full of all your favorite comedians and performers, uh, listen to Bubble. That's true. Yeah. Great We'll cast. talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Listener supported